Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Everyone and welcome to totally Mackinac Island. I am your host Heather. I am using my new microphone that I got for the one year anniversary of Totally Mackinac Island and I think it's gonna do a lot better. I hope that there's not as much bouncing. It's this cute little one. Did a lot of research on Amazon uh, to see that. Um, my boyfriend likes to listen to Two Bears in a Cave. Two Bears, One Cave, I think. I don't know, it's two comedians and they also video it and it's on YouTube. And <laughs> It is funny, but the thing that is I notice is the microphones. So without further ado, today we are going to be talking about yachts and racing. And I personally, whenever I think of yachts, I think of friends when Joey bought the Mr. Beaumont and he wanted to go sailing. And um, that's, that's about the extent that I know. Of course, uh, there's also, what about Bob? And he's like... If you've not seen that movie, you need to watch it. It's got Bill Murray in it, and it's at the front. He's like, I'm sailing. Dr. Leo, Martin, I'm sailing. Ahoy. He doesn't want to sail, so he's tied to the front. I should backtrack that. If you've not seen it, at the very front of the sailboat, Bill Murray is a hypochondriac, and he, I just, this movie is just hilarious. And so he decides to go sailing, but he, can't even fathom trying to do it so they tie him to the front of the boat and he just keeps yelling i'm sailing so uh, mackinaw is known for two big races and i'm going to discuss them today and uh with discussing that i also need to give a shout out to rachel on instagram uh she reached out to me to share a special story and i had heard about this but i'm grateful that she reminded me about the uh, story I'm gonna talk about today. So I wanna thank her for doing that, um, reaching out to me and just making sure I knew this. Um, so the one thing that we're gonna talk about is the two big yacht races. They have already happened. And um, 
the thing with the yacht races is that if when you're going up there, you're going to see the marina when you're first coming in there. So when these yachts come up there, that marina is full of these boats. So you can imagine that the island is that much more full. The other thing I also want to talk about with boats is this is something that I put on my Instagram this last week. And I got a lot of interesting feedback about this because um, one of the things that um, I've been noticing is the more of the cruise ships. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill you guys in and I want to thank everyone that reached out to me to let me know what they knew about this because um, it was... It was something that I wasn't quite sure about, and this is definitely something I'm going to do a little bit more of a podcast about um, with that for you guys. So, Michael, I don't want to give away last names because I don't know if people want this, so I'm just going to give away the first names of the people that reached out to me. Um, he responded to um, my question about the cruise ships that I've been seeing up there because there's been there was one when I first came in in May at where the Starline Ferry was, but then there was one in front of Mission Point, and this one was huge, okay? So he said, um, the resurgence of Great Lakes cruising started with a couple of ships around 1997. Today, ships will stop 28 times this year to Mackinac Island. So if you can imagine, you've got these ships that were also kind of stopping. I don't know if they try to coordinate that with uh, yacht races, Again, this is all new for me to figure out when all this timing is coming around. So if you know anything more about that, please let me know because um, that would be incredible to get some more information about that. He sent me a fantastic article and I'm going to do a little bit more deep dive um, information about that because I think that would be fun to share with people with that. A lot of people said that they have noticed a lot more ships have been coming there was a little bit of a break because of the pandemic, but there seems to be a lot more of the ships coming through there. Anyway, back to the yacht races. Okay, so the first one I'm going to talk about is the Bayview Yacht Race. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit of history about it. Since the first Mackinac race in 1925, Bayview Yacht Club has hosted this spectacular hello, excuse me, spectacular annual freshwater event, which has attracted intrepid sailors from around the globe. The first fleet of only nine boats was battered by strong winds and only three finished. Today, Bayview hosts more than 250 racing yachts for the annual trek from Port Huron to Mackinac Island. Whether sailing the traditional shore course or the longer Cove Island or Southampton course, Southampton makes me think of Titanic, it is an exciting and challenging adventure uh, for sailors, and sailors must face every conceivable type of challenge Mother Nature can present. From big waves to high wind to black flies and intolerable heat, the sailors press on to finish yet another Mackinac race. It is one of the longest freshwater races in the world, with over 200 boats entering the race each year. All right, so... I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Great Lakes with just a little bit of a rise. I'm sure you have with the ferries. Some of my friends, they have a boat on Lake Erie. And this, I don't, I honestly don't know anything about boats. But the first time we tried to go out on the water on Lake Erie, to me, the water looked really calm. 
once we got out there, they were saying it was a little bit too choppy. They didn't want to go. And the waves, the choppiness didn't look that high, but I agreed with them. It was really choppy. So then uh, it was finally about two years later, we were able to go out on the water and it was really smooth, but there was still some heaviness to it when you were out there on the water. So to, I cannot imagine. So I applaud these um, yacht racers for going out and facing that type of weather, any kind of rockiness to do this. With that being said, I'm going to go into the story that was shared for me, um, as I mentioned earlier, from Rachel when she sent this to me. And I always appreciate anything you guys send me. So whether it be through Instagram, through Messenger, sometimes for reasons unknown, I don't get some of the messages right away. I don't know, like it'll show up maybe in a, like I guess you consider it their spam folder. And I try to check every day. So I apologize if I don't get back to you. I really try to stay on top of that. Another thing I need to mention too is, I know I've said this several times, I do hear, and I am beyond grateful. My books have finally, after two years, returned to what I was used to. With that being said, it is really, really busy. Thus, the reason I was not able to get some of the podcasts out because I have just been slammed with that and then other stuff with work, house, other things. I just, I couldn't tie down to do it. So um, it sometimes is, I try to do a little bit of balance with work and the podcast on the days that I'm doing here. But if you do reach out and I don't get back with you, please accept my apologies. I'm not trying to ignore you. It just um, can be a little bit tricky on certain days um, that I'm busy at the salon. All right, without further ado, more about the um, Bayview Yacht Race. All right, so this this year, this, this blows my mind, okay? If you were unaware of this, I will share the link in my show notes um, and along with Instagram and the story so you can see this. Uh, the girl, a girl, 14, will navigate 36-foot boat alone for hours during a Mackinac race. You read that. You heard that correctly. 14 years old. Merritt Sellers. I think that is the coolest name. Um, and her father planned to sail together from Port Huron to Mackinac Island through crashing waves and at least one night after starting gun Saturday. This is from the Detroit Press, uh, Free Press article. That means Merritt, at age 14, will navigate their 36-foot boat alone when Scott Sellers goes down below to briefly nap. I'm going to say this much. At 14, my biggest concern was whether or not I was going to peg my jeans to school. All right, so she's a little bit above me. Uh, it's essential to rest when racing around the clock on a 204 nautical mile journey, 235 land miles. She'll use a flashlight at night to watch little telltales on the sail to track winds, uh, wind shifts, and harness the, guest, the gusts. Sailing Port Huron to Mackinac Island usually takes 30 to 60 hours. This historic race began in 1925, as I mentioned earlier, and Bayview Yacht Club in Detroit takes pride in nothing. It's longest consecutively running freshwater sailboat race. I have been working a very, very long time working up to this, Merritt Sellers told the Free Press. Again, she is 14. When? God, I am impressed with her. 
she is going to go far in life. Okay. When I was real little, my dad was always like, someday we could do the Mackinac race together. Now it's really happening, and I'm a little nervous. Oh, my gosh. She, she's a force to be reckoned with. She grew up sailing with her father and grandfather starting at age seven. Merritt and her family live in Lakesburg, California, and with a summer home in Harbor Springs. Their boat, no surprise, won its class and overall race in the Chicago to Mackinac race last year with a crew of eight. It was Merritt's first to Mackinac. Sailing with just two people, called double-handed, requires special skill and courage. When you watch the sunrise, it's so beautiful, said Merritt, an acrylic painter who begins San Domencio High School in San Anselmo, California in the fall. I am someone who does function better on a little bit more sleep. That's definitely going to be a little bit more of a challenge, Merritt said. I've been working out and doing CrossFit a couple days a week to prepare for this. We bench press, deadlift, row, everything. The Bayview Mackinac Race, which begins in Port Huron on Lake Huron, will offer a shore course and a Cove Island course, which an even longer at 280 nautical miles, 322 land miles. Merritt and Scott Sellers will sail the shore course. Merritt will be okay on deck alone for a few hours of the race when I'm down below resting, Scott Sellers said. I will let Merritt sleep in three-hour increments when conditions allow. If we are doing a sail change maneuver, I will wake her. Canadians return. Race competition was crippled by the COVID-19 pandemic over the past two years, reducing entries to just 81 boats in 2020 and 172 in 2021. Entries reached 180 boats this year, but as typical, a few boats have withdrawn. Now it's at 173 boats. Bayview told uh, Free Press. The race has restored the course to include Canadian waters, which were temporarily off limits because of pandemic-related restrictions, as well as Canadian sailors. We are thrilled to have the Canadian sailors back with us, said Chris Clark, chairman of the 2022 Bayview Mackinac Race, organized by Bayview Yacht Club, and for us to be able to use all of Lake Huron. Remember, we only own half of it. Actually, I did not know that, so I just learned something new. The shore course hugs the Michigan shoreline while, the approxi while approximately 280 nautical mile Cove Island course takes boats up to nearly Tobermory in Ontario and the entrance of the Georgian Bay. The shore course is all about finding wind at night, Clark said. The longer course typically adds a lot into the wind racing. Boats are registered from throughout North America. So the fact that this young girl came in and decided I'm going to do this race while my dad is sleeping at night is incredible. That I, I'm sure it is just pitch black out there. Even I mean, God hopes that there's a moon for you to look at. But wow, I'm very impressed with that. So thank you, Rachel, for sharing that with me. I had seen it, but... It is good for me to have a reminder about that, and I really wanted to make sure that Merritt's story got shared in case you were unaware of it. As I mentioned, I will have the link in the show notes on Instagram and in the blog. So right now, we are gonna pause for a little break, and the show will be right back. Simple delights for home and heart. Little Luxuries of Mackinac Island is filled with home goods, unique gifts, 
Michigan-made items, and so much more. It's a one-stop gift shop you do not want to miss while visiting Mackinac Island. If you're not making the trip to Mackinac, shop online in the comfort of your home for all your favorite little luxuries at littleluxuriesofmackinac.com. All right, welcome back. Next, we have the Chicago Yacht Club race. This is the world's longest freshwater sailing event and is recognized as one of the most prestigious sailing races in the world. Today, sailors from Maine to California make it this race to an invariable part of their summer. So if you wanted more information, you can go to www. I'm going to just um, cycracetomackinaw.com. So Chicago Yacht Club, that's what CYC is. Okay, so this is from the Chicago Yacht Club homepage. Chicago Yacht Club's most famous event in Chicago Yacht Club race to Mackinac. I mean, how many times can I say Yacht Club? A lot. That's a tongue twister which is the longest annual um, freshwater sailing race in the world. Starting in 1898 with a mere five boats, the MAC has evolved into a world-class sporting event. After the first race in 1898, the race to Mackinac was not held for five years until the second race in 1904. By 1906, the race had developed a healthy following and that year the original Mackinac Trophy was purchased. The race has occasionally sustained violent weather in the blows of 1911, 1937, and 1970. After gale-force winds took down most of the fleet in the MAC of 1911, the finish in the 1912 and 1913 races was changed to Harbor Springs on Little Traverse Bay instead of Mackinac Island. Race organizers felt the shorter distance was safer. From 1914 until 1916, the MAC was back at its full distance until World War I. From 1970 to 1920, there were no MAC races due to the strains of the war, which took away yachtsmen and put many boats out of commission. Since 1921, the race to Mackinac has run consecutively every year, remains the longest annual freshwater distance race, and is recognized as one of the most prestigious sailing races in the world. Again, sailors from Maine to California make this race uh, an invariable part of their summer. Moreover, each year, the MAC hosts sailors from as far as Hong Kong, New Zealand, and Australia. Although the MAC remains primarily an amateur event, this race has proven track record of attracting some of the finest sailing talent in the sport. The Monohull record of 23 hours and 30 minutes and 34 seconds set by Roy Disney's High Rocket in 2002 and Steve Fawson on Stars and Stripes set the multi-hull record of 18 hours, 50 minutes, and 32 seconds in 1998. Both records still stand today. I don't know if the most latest is changed because 2022 happened. Um, the unpredictable weather and fickle winds on, I almost said Finkel, like Finkel and Einhorn from um, Ace Ventura, oh my God, I'm so sorry, on um, Lake Michigan makes the race to Mackinac a supreme test, which many competitors feel rivals an ocean race. As one veteran sailor put it, it's fun, but it's serious fun. 2008 marked the 110th anniversary of the first race and 100th time sailors raced 333 miles from Chicago to Mackinac Island. Although there have been changes to the race over the years, the basic elements of this contests have remained unchanged for over a hundred years. 
stripped down to its essence, the MAC, like all sailboat racing, is still primarily a test of strength, endurance, strategy, and willpower. And let's not forget the dearest friend and most menacing foe of all sailors, the wind. The first MAC. Little did Joseph Myers know that when he designed the Finn Keel Sloops, Siren 59 feet by 6 inches and the Venia 64 feet, it would start into motion the beginning of the world's most famous and longest freshwater sailing race. From the start of their construction by the Racing Boat Manufacturing Company in 1886, there was ample talk of which vessel will be fastest. Although the races began in 1896, the race outcomes were not conclusive. The first race to Michigan City was disputed when the Venia, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, and if I am not, I apologize, claimed the race and the Siren protested because she had old sails and they were inadequate for the race. To this day, the second race to Milwaukee is still in dispute. For the fog caused both sloops to sail off course and thus started the question, did the race ever finish? A couple of years passed until the 1898 announcement for a series of three races sponsored by the Chicago Yacht Club, owners George Pete of Siren and W.R. Crawford of Venia set out to rec- set the record straight. They agreed to a three-day regatta. Again, going back to friends when Rachel said she had to go to regatta. I obviously have too much stuff in my brain about shows and TV. On June 4th, 11th, and 18th, both owners engaged in a much boosting and betting, and they were prepared to spend whatever it took to be ready. Behind this backdrop was the hangover from the loss of the Fisher Cup between 1883 between Chicago's Cora and the uh, Canada's Atlanta. This loss began a declining effect on memberships to the Chicago yachting community for close to 15 years. By 1897, there were only six members and two yachts representing the Chicago Yacht Club. Well, that's pretty low. A strong drive for membership in 1898 increased the number rapidly to 60 members and 16 yachts. You know, I think back to those times, and I just can't imagine what were those guys wearing when they were on the yachts. I mean, because back in the 1900s, think about it. And if women were going on there, they had to wear those long dresses. Interesting. Um, okay, I lost my spot. Uh, they, okay, so uh, they increased to 60 members and 16 yachts, thus laying the groundwork for creating new excitement and an era of racing at the Chicago Yacht Club. After three races in June 1898, Venia remained undefeated, and the discussion emerged to have a very unique, challenging race. In 1897, the New York Yacht Club sponsored a long-distance race attracting vessels of larger sizes. The Chicago Yacht Club saw an opportunity to create its own attraction to larger vessels and renew the sport of sailing for the Chicago sailing community. Mackinac Island was a destination that was favored by many sailors for taking its multi-port route up Lake Michigan. Many Chicago Yacht Club members throughout history had houses or stayed on the island for vacation. These members conceived of a race that would challenge every sailor to the weather, winds, storms, and seas, as well as the big question, what course do you take on a 333-mile race? And so began the first Mack race with two slopes, Siren and Venia, and the three schooners, Hawthorne, 
tox teeth, and no map. The excitement was immediate, and the wagers and posturing began. Once again, Siren and Vanilla would dance with each other on the Great Lakes. After 52 hours, 17 minutes, and 50 seconds, Vanilla claimed her place in history as the first winner of the race to Mackinac Island. Siren placed second, 37 minutes, and 20 seconds behind her nemesis, and, but beat the schooner Hawthorne by 45 minutes. If you have never had the opportunity to be up there during any of these yacht races, I highly encourage you to check it out. Um, it is really fun. You can start, uh, Mackinac Island does a great job of sharing any information. You can follow the races as they are happening live. But what is great about this opportunity is to see the sailors as they've come in because they have worked like nonstop since they've started doing this. So they love to come in and celebrate and just take their time and enjoy the island. Not gonna lie, it's nuts to butts insanity sometimes. It is a great partying weekend, but it's also beautiful to see all of the boats there. And the one year that we did go and that was, I, I didn't know that that was gonna be going on there. So that was, in my opinion, an added bonus to uh, partake in. And it just, to see some of the pictures that have been captured for all those boats, unbelievable. I have to give a, a huge applause to Meryl, who I think we're going to see in the news quite a bit because this young woman is very well driven. And I think this is only the beginning of her story. So um, I am grateful to have learned just a little bit more about these races. I know it is a lot. There's a lot involved with um, just even if you think about all the knots that go into that. I have no idea how to do any of that. So there you have it. Yachts and yachts of fun. Lots of information about the two big races that happened there, which is still incredible that two races go up to Mackinac Island. I mean, how many people can say that? Also, if you've not had an opportunity, I will share in stories what the Chicago Yacht Club looks like and Bayview Yacht Club, so you can see what that is. And... Um, uh, going up to Chicago, you probably have gone past it, but you just didn't realize that's where it starts from. So anyway, that is this week's little bonus episode, and I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather. Heather.